You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. We are wrapping up our celebration of Hispanic Heritage Month here on The Coffee Hour. It's been fantastic. I've learned a ton. Mm-hmm. And we have more to learn yet today. Yes. So we're going to do that. We're heading to the Dominican Republic today to learn more. Thanks to Concordia University, Wisconsin, for your support of The Coffee Hour. Find out more about Concordia University, Wisconsin at cuw.edu. Live Uncommon. Joining us today, the Reverend Ted Cray. He's Regional Director for Latin America and Caribbean Region of the Lutheran Church Missouri Synod. Pastor Cray, thanks so much for being our guest on the Coffee Hour. Hi there. Thanks for having us. Also joining us today, Deaconess Cheryl Nauman. She's director of the VDMA Project and coordinator of the Dominican Republic Mercy Center. Deaconess Nauman, thanks so much for being our guest. Thanks a lot, uh, Sarah and Andy, for having us again. Really enjoy being with you. Absolutely. We are looking forward to learning about the Lord's work in the Dominican Republic and, and, and really all of Latin America and the Caribbean as well. Pastor Cray, tell us about the Lord's work in Latin America and the Caribbean. Well, thank you. Our, our work here in Latin America, so that'd be South America, uh, Caribbean, and Central America, it really consists of two parts. One part is what perhaps folks back home would always think missions is all about, the planting of churches. So we have some 40-plus missionaries across 10 countries who are planting churches in one fashion or another. That would be in South America, Central America, and the Caribbean. And then the other part of our work is that of working with partner churches. And largely, those are partner churches that missionaries of yesteryear, and that would go all the way back, Andy, to, say, 1900. So partner church of the Lutheran Church of Missouri Synod in South America would be Brazil. And she's all grown up with 2,000 congregations, 800 pastors. I think our largest Lutheran university in the world with 60,000 students. And over the last 15 years has been planting churches over in Portuguese-speaking Africa. That would be Angola and Mozambique. And uh, a pleasure to work with them. And uh, they actually work alongside of us as we plant churches, missionaries, our missionaries with their missionaries. So that's a little bit about the work. That is a, a lot of incredible things going on. I didn't realize that a university in Brazil was so large. That is really amazing. What makes the, the people and the culture of this large region unique? Well, kind of hard to get our hands around uh, that in one question. That Guatemala alone has 27 different dialects and languages. But in common, I guess we would say, you know, we have Spanish and then the big sister on the block would be Brazil with being Portuguese speaking. So broadly speaking, two large language groups between Brazil and the rest of Spanish speaking Latin America. And of course, there's any number of English speaking countries too. We like our chicken and rice. I think that's something we have in common from south to east to west to north and beans, of course. But, you know, to break the stereotypes there, it's not hot and spicy like Mexico. It's actually pretty bland. <laughs> so what would you de- how would you describe the needs of this region and, and and i know that it's it's pretty broad and vast in terms of the region but are, are there common needs across this region well you know as as the church i think we look at that in a pre- through a pretty particular lens so we would be on about being able to tell people 
about our Lord Jesus Christ and that, in fact, through him there is salvation because of his death upon the tree and his resurrection on the third day. So we, uh, we're we pretty focused when we talk about planting churches. We want to be on about being able to spread the gospel, and that means through all sorts of various media and literature, but then also when people hear, they respond to that, and responding, of course, want to know who this Lord is, and that's where we plant churches, because our Lord Jesus has promised to be there, speak to his people through his word, give them his gifts in the word and sacrament, and then, of course, what flows from that are a merciful people, because they've received that. So lots of needs, but if you're asking where the church starts, I'd say it's probably about there. And one of the ways that that you you all y'all you all are meeting this need is with the the VDMA project. Could you tell us the the vision, the mission of this project? Yeah, so that would be under our mantra, like I just said, spread the gospel. Uh, front end missionary work is getting the word out there, and we found amongst our church workers that the average pastor had some three resources that were Lutheran. And it's incredibly complicated trying to get literature and physical books across borders, crossing more than 15 countries, immigration, and we're getting containers and books is just extraordinarily complicated. But of course, with this globalization we have and technology and electronic means, the idea for VDMA was born. What if we could get our pastors and church workers regular resources virtually and create or find a platform whereby we could provide them good Lutheran literature for their preaching, for their teaching, for their pastoral visits, for the evangelization. And that's exactly uh, what came about. So about eight years ago, a couple of our missionaries came together and formed a little think tank. And we began to think, well, how would we go about doing this? And of course, we said, well, this is something of a, of a reformation, getting good Lutheran literature out there. Why don't we do this around Isaiah 48, uh, the word of the Lord endures forever, and VDMA are simply the word uh, letters in Latin for the word of the Lord endures forever. And so we said, well, how about we get three, four books out a year and see if we can't get some journal articles. And uh, team, a team of translators was, was formed, an editor was chosen, and uh, eight years later, here we are. So this is a project that's been in the works for quite some time, eight years. Is that right, Pastor? Right. So Cheryl can tell you something about the number of books that have gone out and journal articles and all that. Cheryl, that would be more up your lane. Sure. I'd be happy to do that. Well, during the first seven years, we distributed 30 e-books, six full issues of Good News Magazine, and more than 200 journal articles. To date, there have been about 329, well, there have been 329 pastors or seminary students and missionaries that have been served by the project, and that is going across 18 different countries. What goes into the administration of this kind of project, Cheryl? That's that's a lot of resources and a, and a, a very large region to work with. Uh, yes, it is, Sarah. The VDMA, pro <laughs> the VDMA project started with a combined strategy of, of two prompts, really. The first would be purchasing ebooks that were already in Spanish. And then the second, working with publishers like CPH and Luther Academy to create Spanish translations uh, of the books. At this point in time, uh, we're doing more of the latter because we've pretty much uh, purchased all of the ebooks that are available in Spanish that are confessional Lutheran materials. 
So what happens is I work with different publishers to acquire permission for translation for books or for articles or magazine uh, that have been predetermined to be priorities, not by myself, but by a content uh, committee here of appropriate people. Then I have about two dozen people that work with me in the translation process, which would include a first translation, a second translation, a proofreading, and then, of course, an editing. We have an editor who works with all of the larger theological books, such as something by Herman Sasse. And then we have an editor who works on things like the, the journal articles and the, the smaller books. So after the translation process is complete, then we purchase the translated ebooks. So sorry, the translated books as ebooks, and we send them out to the VDMA accounts for the pastors and seminary students, that which they can then read either on their computer or their tablet or their phone. And to, to help that process, we've also taken on board a, a technical support person, because sometimes there are questions about downloading or access to accounts or various things happen that that we want to be able to support. What have you found to be challenging about a project of this size? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think that probably the primary thing, interestingly, would be that one thing we want to do, and I think you can understand this, is include as many indigenous people in Latin America in the translation and, and proofreading and so forth, the whole process. So the logistics of making that happen can be very challenging. There are countries that do not want a money to be sent into them from the United States, for example, or if you can, there might be a 50% tax on it to the person um, that is living there. So for example, if we might have a very talented translator in one country, but are unable to use that person until we can work out the logistics of how to pay the person legally and make sure that we stay within all of the changing regulations and things that happen in Latin America. Tell us about some of the the joys that you've had working with this project. This is a really exciting project to be a part of. It certainly is, Sarah. I I just am so pleased to, I feel such, such a privilege to be a part of this project where we see that through these materials, the gospel is planted, is spread, churches are planted. We can help revitalize Lutheran churches. We can help enhance mission effectiveness, support the theological education, the ongoing education for our pastors in the field, not only our missionaries, but also the pastors in our partner church and promote spiritual and general well-being for pastors, but mainly to enhance education inside and out of the church, uh, really for every generation. And, And then, of course, there's the joy of the feedback. We just get fantastic feedback. Pastors will send an email and they'll say, you know, the last book you sent, really helped me improve my preaching. Or during this pandemic, the Mercy in Action articles that we sent out, which were translated from the book by Dr. Ross Johnson in Disaster Response, the pastors have found that to be of great assistance during the pandemic for bringing comfort to their people. Then we get other notes from people. A pastor in Guatemala wrote me and said, you know, I'm so grateful for this because it's impossible to purchase theological books in Guatemala. Another pastor wrote to me, I think he was from Venezuela, if I remember correctly, and he is a chaplain in two public schools, which isn't that unusual of a situation in Latin America. It's uh, 
kind of easy for easier for us to get into public schools here than in the U.S. And he asked whether or not it might be possible for him to make copies of the devotions, the daily devotions that we send out by a BDMA, <clears throat> to send them home uh, with his students. So yes, of course, we're happy for him to do that. And that means that 400 families are receiving the daily devotions that are sent out by BDMA. Another, past wow. another pastor in Argentina wrote just recently and asked whether or not he could do a YouTube video of the daily devotions. So he does that every day and sends that, those links out to the people in his circuit in Argentina. We're learning about the VDMA project and the Lord's work in Latin America and the Caribbean today with Deaconess Cheryl Nauman and the Reverend Ted Cray. We have more to learn about this in just a moment. You're listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. You're a miracle. You know that, right? A living, breathing, one-of-a-kind miracle. You were created to stand apart, to share your gifts in the service of others, to make an uncommon impact in a common world. And at Concordia University, it's our mission to help you do that, to live uncommon. To learn more about Concordia, go to cuw.edu. Welcome back to the Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. Today we're learning about the VDMA project and the Lord's work in Latin America and the Caribbean region of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. We're talking with Deaconess Cheryl Nauman, Director of the VDMA Project and Coordinator of the Dominican Republic Mercy Center, and the Reverend Ted Cray. He's Regional Director for Latin America and the Caribbean region of the Lutheran Church, Missouri. Deaconess Nauman, before we went to break, we were learning about uh, your involvement in this project and the joys and challenges of it, as well as some of the feedback that you've received on this project. Tell us more about why you opted for electronic distribution instead of going with print materials for the VDMA project? Sure, that, that's a real easy answer. It's, it's very, very difficult to get books across borders, but almost all of our countries have good internet service. And so that was the way that was chosen to deliver this. And I think it's been a really good choice. That's good. It, the, digital is definitely a lot easier than trying to to ship books across borders. You mentioned the translators and, and working with all of these different people. What kinds of collaboration have you uh, been working with in order for this project to be so successful? We've had great collaboration with the LCMS, with LCMS recognized service organizations, and a whole host of people. So, for example, I did mention the books, but we also send out PDFs that... Uh, would include articles from Journal of Lutheran Mission, from Logia, from Lutheran Witness, as well as full issues of Good News Magazine. The uh, sort of things that we would collaborate with the LCMS on would be disaster response materials, uh, materials from the Life Office that have to do with life, life issues. And then there would, there have been, we've done Spanish translations of Everyone His Witness, which came out of the LCMS and other materials like Go and Be Reconciled, which came from Ambassadors of Reconciliation. So at the moment, we're also working with other partners like Concordia Catechetical Academy to translate their really great catechism materials, catechism teaching 
So in addition to that, there are people like Lutheran Heritage Foundation and, and of course, Luther Academy, who are the copyright owners for the confessional Lutheran dogmatics. In fact, those dogmatics that we are translating into Spanish will also be used for Luther Academy conferences throughout Latin America. So it's really been a joy to develop partnerships with these different people and for us to reach our goals together. Because, for example, Lutheran Heritage Foundation has a goal to provide good materials in the heart language of the recipients and in Spanish. So, you know, it's just been a joy to be able to work with them and all of these other people on uh, common goals. Pastor Cray, if I remember correctly, one part of this vision for the VDMA project was to, in addition to all these other resources, is a, a hymnal in the Spanish language. Is that right? Right, right. So a number of years ago, VDMA is not only electronic, where necessary, it's also hard copy. So back in about 2017, we did the Pastoral Companion in Spanish and distributed those physically. We also see these things distributed, Andy, through like our Luther Academy conferences, our seminaries, our workshops, which Cheryl's responsible for. And the hymnal itself came about even before VDMA, some 14 years ago. It's a project by the Chilean church down in the Southern Cone. And uh, I'm here to tell you, it's not Lutheran light. It's 1,200 pages, so it's more than 200 pages more than the LSB. So we figured Lutherans need to do some workout lifting that up and down. So lots in there. There are things such as all of Luther's hymns, uh, a couple dozen of Chemnitz, but then four or five divine services, both matins and vespers spoken and sung. The liturgical psalter is in there, the small catechism, collects and prayers, lectionaries, both for the one year and three year. And it's been almost 65, 70 years now, Andy, since we had our last full hymnal in Spanish. And this is our first one that's been done by the Latin church. It's a coming together of several churches. Some 14 countries in all have specifically requested copies of the LSB. And here in our region, this would be something we're devoting our next three years towards. Of course, printing a hymnal and bringing it together is only the first part. Distributing and teaching it takes a lifetime. So we're going to spend the next three years working through our Luther Academy, our Mercy Center, our seminaries at distributing and teaching this hymnal, both to lay people, musicians, and pastors alike. And we hope uh, as we move forward that we'll be able to really help our, our churches have a worship that helps us understand what's unique about us as Lutherans, where our Lord comes and serves us and gives us his gifts. And of course, we respond to him. That is so exciting to have a new hymnal in the Spanish language. How is this going to make a difference for all of these congregations and seminarians and, and all of the people who are going to be able to get their hands on this book? I think one of those ways would be that we would find ourselves with a worship that's more unified across countries. And of course, this hymnal is made up, um, about 30% of it is from the LSB. We've worked with Concordia Publishing House to procure rights and use a good part of that content. Another is from a synodical hymnal that was used in the States as well as in Argentina called the Culto Cristiano. And then another third is from uh, a precursor to both of those hymnals. And apart from unified worship, 
this is something that uh, we hope will be useful for home devotion. We will have this in ebook form on the VDMA platform. We're also working at having this in an app. So youth group could have this in their own circle on their phone. We're developing that app out of Argentina. The head of our board is Pastor Christian Rautenberg. He lives in Buenos Aires and he's working with an app company. We hope to see that out in about 12 months. We're also partnering with David's Harp over in Council Bluffs, Iowa, an RSO of the Synod, to record all the music. So above each hymn, there's chords, and then of course the melody line for the piano, those being the two most common instruments. So uh, that's a second way in that it's accessible to our musicians. Uh, the chords are all there, the melody lines for our pianists. So it should allow us also to be in a place where we can once again be known as the singing church. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. And, and accessible. That's just fantastic. How can we, I, this is just, it's great to, to see the Lord at work in, in these ways, providing through so many people collaborating to, to bring this great resource to people in their congregations, in their homes, so that they're, they're gathering around God's word and confessing it and singing it together. That's just beautiful. Yeah. Uh, how can we, Pastor Cray, how can we follow the Lord's work in Latin America and the Caribbean and what's going on with the VDMA project? I'm going to pass that one back to Cheryl. I think she'll do better on that than I would. <laughs> okay. <laughs> on the LCMS website, there are links to projects in the LAC region. And the VDMA translation team is part of that catalog. We also have a Facebook page, which is LCMS Missions in Latin America and the Caribbean. And I, I believe there's a web page too. International.lcms.org. Thank you, Pastor Cray. <laughs> we managed that one together. <laughs> it's all about collaboration, yeah, right? Exactly. Absolutely. <laughs> We'll share those links in the, the program notes as well so that our listeners can continue to follow the Lord's work. Uh, how can we, Cheryl, how can we continue to, to pray for you and support those who are working together on the VDMA project? Oh, what a wonderful question. Pray that the translators and everybody involved with the whole process remain healthy, for one thing. We've had to stop work on a few occasions due to poor health of people, and particularly due to COVID. So good health, maybe some smooth riding through red tape to get things into different countries or to get um, permissions for copyright and that sort of thing. Just smooth administration all the way around and an open heart continuing in the people who received the material and inspiration on how to use that in their own pastoral settings or their or their student settings or their congregations, their communities, and so forth. Just that there would continue to be the knock-on effect that we've already seen to God's glory. Pastor Gray, how can we continue to support and pray for the Latin American and Caribbean region? Much along the lines of Cheryl, that the word would have free course, that the spirit would work mightily through that word that is preached and taught, whether it be in a written format or from the mouths of our missionaries, and that God's kingdom might be extended through this preaching and teaching of the word. Thanks be to God. 
Our guest today, Deaconess Cheryl Nauman, Director of the VDMA Project and Coordinator of the Dominican Republic Mercy Center. Deaconess Nauman, thanks so much for being our guest. Thank you, Sarah and Andy. And the Reverend Ted Cray, Regional Director for the Latin America and Caribbean region of the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod. Pastor Cray, thanks so much for joining us on the Coffee Hour. Thanks, guys. You've been listening to The Coffee Hour. I'm Andy Bates. I'm Sarah Golseth. The Coffee Hour with Andy and Sarah is a production of KFUO. To support The Coffee Hour and KFUO Radio, visit KFUO.org. You can also text KFUO to 41444 or send an email to gifts at KFUO.org. And you can call us at 800-844-0524. KFUO. Christ for you. Anytime. Anywhere.